This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of True Agape Christian Church. Say these words with me. Say, Lord, Lord I, have I have done without long enough. Long enough. After, today, After today, I will not, I will not be, without. be without. Lack, Lack has, no place has no place in my life. I am rich, I am wealthy, I am blessed and highly favored. I'm going somewhere. In Jesus' name. I'm going somewhere. In Jesus' name. I know who I am now. Hallelujah, Jesus. for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words, how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. Because they don't, they leave their people without information that they're going to need. Amen. They're going to need it. Amen. amen. You ain't going to get by a man on a hoop. Amen. Okay, now. Okay, now. Uh, I had my days of trying to hoop. Gwen just laughed at me when I hoop. <laughs> amen. And so understand that out of the Old Testament, we have prophets. Then in the New Testament, Jesus introduced us to apostles. Is that right? right? They have always been pastors. All right? And so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's always been pastors. All right? Anybody that led God's people was a shepherd. All right? And so what I'm saying to you that... There are things that are written in the epistles that are never brought out, and I don't know why. I don't know why pastors don't touch those things. They're only going to grow so far reading from the four Gospels, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with reading from the four Gospels, but you got to remember that it was on the other side of the cross. Jesus had not died. Is that right? Listen, people, everything from Genesis, everything from Genesis to the book of Acts, and that's only the first chapter of the book of Acts, on the other side of the cross, the book of Acts comes in as history after Pentecost. The rest of it, are letters that are written to churches given information that were not understood in the Old Testament. So it is unveiled and revealed in the New Testament. In the Old Testament, you didn't know what you were reading? No. Why? Because it was prophetic and it was speaking into another time. All right, so here's my point. I don't get it. Why pastors don't teach, not just preach a verse from there, but teach on it. Because why? The majority of those people are never going to read it. They're not going to read it. So they don't know what's there. And there's, there's a gold mine that's there. There's a gold mine that's there. And it puts your life on top for real. You know, you're just not preaching something, but it becomes reality to you. What's the, what's the use of preaching from, your, from the Bible telling your people they're the head, not the tail, and they don't live like that? They don't live like they're the head. They live like they're the tail. Come on. When you don't have sufficiency of money, when you don't have a sufficiency of the things that you need, amen, when you can't make stuff move that need to move out your way, you don't, come on, you don't have no authority in your life. You have no power in your life. Satan can come and bother you when he wants to. You can't do nothing but cry about it. That's, that's not what Jesus gave us. He didn't give us a bucket, amen, to shed tears in. So we walk around with a bucket of tears. He didn't give us that. He gave us victory. Look at my mouth, because I can say victory. 
Can your mouth say victory? Victory! And that's what Jesus Christ gave us. And there's so much in the Bible, amen, and we've been doing this for two years, building on it, building on it. You can see that you don't get to the end of it because there's so much there, so rich. You can't exalt it. You cannot exhaust it. You can't, you can't get rid of it. I mean, it's there. Why? Because everything about God is like that. There's a scripture in the Bible that says the interests of God's word give light. I'm thinking it's on here. Come and think of it. Amen. And what it is, amen, it unfolds. It unfolds. And it unfolds again. And it will do that until we're out of here. Are you with me? So now I'm going to say something to you. Amen. I have never been a hyped preacher as far as, you know, trying to bring you here just to hype you. If you get hyped, it ain't because that's my purpose. All right, glory be to God. Amen. My purpose is to give you understanding so that you win. Yeah. All right, think about it. If God said to his people under the old covenant that they were to win all the time, they didn't, but he told them that they could. Contingent on what? There you go, my brother. They had to live by the law. And we see in, in Romans chapter 5, they couldn't do it. Therefore, they had all that good life available to them, but hey, you can't do it. Why? Because of the law. Right. Jesus came, took away the law, giving us what? Somebody shout grace. Giving us grace. Grace replaced the law. People, you didn't know that, did you? Grace replaced the law. Grace empowered you. Watch this here. While you're building yourself in the word and in prayer, grace empowered you to live victoriously. (laughs) How about that? See? And then your mistakes that you make, not the stuff that you willfully do, even though grace will take care of that too if you come to him right. He will. Watch this. Grace, amen, why you're making crazy mistakes. Grace is right there behind you. Clean up your mistakes. Amen. So that why? So that you're always in the presence of God, faultless, blameless. Ain't that powerful? Yes, it is. All right. Now, we're going to do this today. And I want your heart in it. I want your heart in it. Now, those of you that's been doing Bible class with us on Wednesday, amen, you're probably going to be a little, a little, you're probably going to know a little bit more about what we're doing here. Amen. The rest of you, amen, I want you to keep this and read it again when you're alone. And read it on purpose with understanding. Okay? All right, let's go. The first one is dealing with discretion and sound judgment. And there's the word right there, Psalms 119, verse 130. One of my favorite scriptures, it says, The entrance of thy words giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. The word translated simple above is the Hebrew pete, pete. That's what it is pronounced, pete, pete. Where did I get it from? Off the smartphone. <laughs> you type it in and say, pronounce this word, and um, the Hebrew thing will come up, and so will some other people. I never hit them. I hit, I hit folks that know something about it. Yeah. All right, and that is the way that it is pronounced in the Hebrew. It looked like it should be pronounced pithy or pithi, if that I was loud. I, but it's not. It is pronounced pete, pete, okay? And it means to be foolish or silly. It also connotes being open-minded and seducible. It amply describes someone who's open to any new thinking about anything. If you identify yourself, you ain't got to raise your hand, okay? 
the open-minded, uh, seducible person could hear there are three gods and agrees. Then he listens to a, a podcast where the speaker says there are actually five gods, and he also agrees to that. Soon, someone else comes up with another theory that says there's no God, and he nevertheless agrees. No, that's a simpleton. Such folks need the entrance of God's word to give them understanding. It's guaranteed. God's word will eject foolishness and impart wisdom to you. Ain't that powerful? God's word actually gets rid of the foolishness in all of us. And then replaces it with God's wisdom. I tell you that all the time, amen, that when you're reading the Bible, there's, there's a transition going on in your life. You don't even know it. And what is happening, Paul said, you're taking off and putting on. When you read the word, you think you're just reading the word, baby. But more than that is happening when you read God's word. God's word is a living thing. The Bible says it's alive, it's alive, it's effective. Amen. It's energizing. Amen. When you're reading it, amen, it goes inside of you, your spirit. You know what it does? It renews your mind. It builds up your spirit. Acts, Acts uh, uh, 20, 32 said, building yourself up on the word of God. So when, when you take the word inside you, it's actually a watering of the word. Do I have scripture for that? Ephesians chapter 5. Amen. It is a watering going on. Okay. God is cleansing you. Let me get to you here for a minute. You know anything about irrigation? Anybody know anything about irrigation? Irrigation. Amen. When you're reading the word of God, you're being irrigated. Somebody say something. Such folks, watch this here. I'm reading again. Such folks need the interest of God's word to give them understanding. It's guaranteed God's word will eject foolishness and impart wisdom to you. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. Anybody have it in your Bible? Read it for me, please. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. One of you find it in the Amplified. The other one find it in the King James. If you have it, let me know when you got it. Let me know when you got it. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. Who has it? Read it for me, please, sir. Whoa. All right, all right. Read it for me, please. Second Timothy three fifteen. Read it. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All right. Now the scripture actually says that when you read the Bible. You might have been, prior to being saved, a person that had very little wisdom. Okay? But reading the Bible actually causes you to become wise. How about that? You know I mean, it's, it's like you're not going to school to be wise. You're reading your Bible, and your Bible is making you wise. Say amen, somebody. Amen. It says, 2 Timothy 3.15 tells us that the Holy Scripture 
scriptures rather, are able to make you wise. When people aren't behaving or acting right, refer them to the word. When the word gets into them, they will be a transformation. If they were timid, they become bold, sagacious, discerning, discreet, perceptive, and prudent. Now, if you look down at the bottom of there, you'll see the definitions for the word sagacious. Very few people use the word, okay? But it means perceptive, intelligent, bright, huh? Acute, accurate, keen, quick. That's what the word does for you. All right, all right. Also, the thing that we were talking about, the journey. Guess what? The journey comes from the word of God. Being discreet, knowing when to say something, when to shut up. All right? Because if you don't think that's powerful, amen, to know when to open up your mouth and when not to, that's powerful. Amen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because many a times we have blown something and didn't know that we blew it. Amen. By running our mouth too quick. See, the Bible teaches us another person to be slow to speak. See, 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 that people in the world think differently. They think if you pop like that, pop like that right there, it shows that you're witty or you're smart. You're absolutely dumb. Amen. Let me give you, oh, that's a terrible example, but, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Hey, if there was somebody attempted, that wanted to assassinate you, uh, and they came in the room looking for you but didn't know what you looked like, you could locate yourself by running your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me help you. Let me help you. Satan does not know all that you think that he knows. Most of the time, you give him a clue. Let me help you. Amen. He does not know that you're feeling bad until you tell him that you're feeling bad. Give you a clue. Amen. When you tell him that you're feeling bad, what does he do? Accelerates. Yes. Amen. What about when you're concerned about your child being endangered somewhere? And you get to talking about, ooh, honey, right now, ooh, honey, I just don't, ooh, Lord. Ooh, I sure hope he all right and all that. Watch that, watch that, watch that. See, there's so many things to learn, honestly. You'd be surprised at what would not happen if you didn't give it gas. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, so, so being discreet is absolutely a goldmine. Amen. You're on a job, and you're being watched by your boss. He notices that you mind your business. He notices that you're quiet unless you have something to say. Amen. He's watching you. Amen. He sees this very unique thing about you. Amen. That you're very discreet. Guess what? You're the man for the job. You're the woman for the job. Amen. Because he was trying to make a decision. Amen. You help him to make the decision and to make the right one. That's okay. If it don't benefit you, don't worry about it. What about the word perceptive? Somebody said, Pastor, I don't even know what the word means. (laughs) Well, actually, actually, it's just a synonym. Amen. For the word sagacious. Amen. To just be wise. To be on top of things. You know what I mean? To stay on top of things so that you you are not the last one to find out about it. You are the first one to know it. Let's go on. Tell you what you do. 
tell you what you do. Take those words home and study those words and see aren't they powerful in your life if you operate in them. Amen. Look, look, look. All of your life, they'll pay off. Amen. Your whole life. Yeah. These things right here will pay off in your life. Why? Because they're virtues. Yeah. Amen. And everybody needs them. Amen. All right, let's go now. He said, the word will cause them to deal wisely in the affairs of life. And then Joshua 1 and 8 from the Amplified Bible. Anybody have it? Find it for me. Joshua 1 and 8 from the Amplified Bible. Shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. Is that the Amplified? Okay. What does yours say? Read. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Amen. Colossians 3.16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in our wisdom. Watch this here. The more of the word you have inside you, the wiser you become, such that even your choice of words in dealing with others will be sagacious, excellent, and loving. Now, I love, now I love this confession here. It said, the word of Christ dwells in you, in me rather, richly in our wisdom. Therefore, I am sagacious. I am discerning. I am discreet. And I am perceptive and prudent. I exude wisdom and sound judgment. I deal excellently in my affairs today. And I make accurate judgments and decisions for the word propels me from within in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Now, as we go to the second page here, I want to say something to you. For, for some of you, you're not going to agree with it, even though the word teach it, you ain't going to agree with it. All right? Because the world has taught us a certain way, and we kind of like what the world has taught us. All right? Watch this here. What you say about yourself will become more real in your life than what somebody else say about you. Amen. Okay, okay. I want to say it again. I want to say it again. What you declare and decree about you will be manifested a lot quicker in your life if you would only do that. Amen. There are things that you have thought of doing. There are things that you, des you desire to be. Those things are manifested a lot faster, materialized a lot faster when you help bring them to fruition. Okay, I'm going to get somebody. I'm going to get somebody. There are things that you would love to see happen. They haven't happened yet. And you can jump on the bandwagon of those who say, you know, I'm waiting on God. You know, when he get ready, he going to do it for me. Baby, you can be old. Because, see, God has given us everything that we need and to bring those things to pass in our lives if we would only do what he teaches us to do. The scripture said we have a good confession of faith. What does that mean? It means that we have a good confession of faith. We live by confession. The children of God live by their confession. They do. 
And let me tell you something. Don't sit on the porch. You and your girlfriend or, or whoever. And just run your mouth. I don't, am I being offensive here? No. no. I mean, and just say stuff. Tell my girl, you know it. Without even thinking about what you just said. Right. Don't do that. Amen. It will determine whether you have a better life or whether you will continue to live the life that you're living. Oh, God. Oh, God. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Anybody ever read what Jesus said? You shall speak to the mountain. Amen. You ever read that? Do you believe what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's basically saying, amen, that what you speak to, what you say something to, amen, will in fact obey you. It is a principle. It is a law. I'm just sorry that y'all struggle like that. It is a law. Yeah. Somebody said, I've been speaking to something. I've been speaking to it for a long time. It ain't moved yet. Amen. You probably don't even believe what you're saying. You, you have to believe in the principle. You have to believe that it does work. You have to know it like you know your name. You have to be able to say, I know it's going to happen. I know it will. Somebody said, why? Because I said it. Hallelujah. And then you stand. Unmovable. You don't even move. You stand on what you said. And you say it will happen. Tell you what, if you would do it, you'd get an opportunity to show off. Say what? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to be willing, amen, to stand on that. Y'all help me one more time before we read this next sheet. Go, if you will, to the book of James. To the book of James. Everybody get your Bibles out. Get your Bibles. Amen. The book of James. Hallelujah. Glory be that God. Go to chapter 3 in the book of James. This is so powerful, so powerful. All right? Uh, somebody find some translations for me. Uh, the Amplified, find uh, the um, Living Bible translation. You know, somebody find the NIV translation for me. The more translations I, I get, amen, the more I'm going to be able to get this thing across. I'm sure to you. It ain't going to take us about a few minutes to do this here. Let me know when y'all ready. Amen. You ready? Everybody ready? Amen. All right. Look, if you will, at verse 1. I'm going to read from the King James or from the New King James. It says, my brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment for we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. Everybody heard that? Yeah. All right. Able also to bridle the whole body. Now, did you hear that? Yeah. Read to me what that says again, somebody. Come on. Others. Come on. My brethren, for you know that we te we teachers will be judged by a higher standard and with greater service that other people down we assume the greater accountability and more condemnation. No, no. Did you read the script? What did you read? How far did you go? I read one. No, 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 no. Go down to where I stopped it. Yeah. And offend in many things. And if anyone does not offend in speech, never says the wrong thing. He is he is a fully developed character. 
Did, did you hear that? Yes. Read for me. Okay. Read. Read. Okay. Read. We all stumble in many ways. Anyone who is never at fault in what they say is perfect, able to keep their whole body in check. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear me now? Yeah. People, let me tell you something. I want you to get this right here. I want everybody to listen to me. More sicknesses come on people that they brought on themselves than anything. It's true. I guarantee you that more sicknesses come on people than something that you ate or or something that you took from your grandparents. You hear me? It is so powerful that we understand this. Amen. You don't find yourself saying stuff out your mouth like, Lord, have mercy. Well, my granddaddy had it. You know, my daddy had it. And the doctor keeps telling me that I'm probably going to have it. Shut that up. No, you shut that up. The doctor can't give you nothing, but you can give yourself something. Y'all still listening to me? Did I get another translation? Did I get one? Well, I'm reading. Here we go. Verse 3. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by every small, they are turned by rather a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body. Anybody listening? Defiles the whole body. And sets on fire the course of nature. Look at that. And it's set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of, of, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our God, the the Father, and with it, we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Watch this here. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. They ought not to be. They ought not to be. Because if my mouth can bring forth both blessing and cursing, which one do you think I'll be bringing forth? Are you with me? So you see then, I can take, if I want to, I can make a path for my destiny a terrible thing. With my own mouth. Or with my own mouth, I can make a path for my destiny to be an awesome thing. Come on here, baby. Come on here, baby. Amen. Where I come into a great life, and I'm saying, ooh, Lord, I'm scared. Lord, ooh, Lord, stuff keep good. It keep happening to me. Scared of what? It's just what you have paid. That, that's the path that you, that's the road that you paid. You did that. You didn't know you were doing it. But apparently you never allowed yourself to say evil about yourself. You just didn't do it. Come on. And when people said evil about you, you went like, mm, mm, uh, it ain't so. Amen. And so you just have to be one of those fortunate people. There are not a lot of them in the world. There are not a lot of fortunate people in the world. But there are some who grew up in the right environment where their parents might not have been Christian, but they thought positive. They were positive thinking people. And they taught their children to think positive. I know my mama slap us in the mouth and the heartbeat telling me what you can't do. She just said it again. No, what did I do? What did I do? No, come here to my what you can't do. Anybody come in the house like that? Yeah. Yes. So, mama, all I said, I can't. Say it, say it. Amen. Now, now, 
she didn't do that because she claimed to be a Christian. She just apparently learned that you don't say can't. What, what, they, what they taught in your house? Ain't no so world. Y'all just took it out the dictionary? Ain't no so world. Look, look. <laughs> look, look. Glory be to God. Amen. Look, look. Look. Watch this shit. Watch this shit. Watch how parents make their own children sick. Keep on eating, him. You're going to come in here. You're going to be so sick. Come here. Tell me your stomach hurting. Come in here. You know what I mean? Yeah, honey. You eat that stuff. It make, every time you eat it, make you sick. Amen. Go ahead, mama. Go ahead, mama. Make your baby sick. Amen. But this is stuff that we practice, amen, we do it without even thinking. Why? Because it is practiced. And that's what we're after today. I didn't come here to take all your time today. I come here to help you make your future brighter. Glory be to God, amen. Look, the Bible teaches the principle that it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It ain't the big stuff that's killing your life. It's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's like termites eating, eating, eating. And you don't know they don't ate away half of the house until it's gone. Amen. You have to watch the stuff that runs undercurrent. Amen. Runs undercurrent. And it's happening. You don't know why this crazy stuff happening. What about you are the author of it? Think about that. We deal with enough with the devil, amen, targeting us. Therefore, we to turn around, amen, and beat our own selves up. Come on, somebody. Glory be to God. Amen. God has given us a mouth. We ought to use it for the right reason. I'm going to say it again. Say it again. We ought to use this thing right here for the right reason. Instead of always ready to cut somebody out. Instead of always ready to get somebody told. Amen. Get something intelligent in your mouth and start speaking it. It's just true. It's just true. Amen. Now, now I can say it because I grew up, amen, a little boy, amen, that knew all the little bit of words. Okay? I couldn't spell much. But I can say some ugly, some pretty, <laughs> I can say some pretty ugly words. You know, I can tell you right now where they got me. Okay? Okay, we'll talk about this some other time. <laughs> Look, grab that, that next sheet. The divine essence in you. This is absolutely beautiful right here. To those of you that's receiving. You got to receive it. You ready? But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Amen. Paul speak of earthen, earthen vessels as clay vessels. Clay. The word earthen. Clay vessels. Okay. So... But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. The verse above was written to Christians. So it's talking about you. There's a treasure in you. Somebody says treasure in me. You better believe it. You carry the divine essence. You're not ordinary. Acknowledge this about you all the time. Somebody say, I'm, I'm, not I'm not ordinary. Say, I'm extraordinary. I'm extraordinary. Now, in the world, that sounds conceited. In Christ, it sounds correct. Let me say it again. To, to say certain things about yourself in the world, everybody's going to call you conceited. Lord, ooh, I can't stand. Ooh, dear Lord, she's just so conceited. Amen. Look, look, in Christ, it is just correct. Because you're not claiming anything about yourself. You're confirming what God says about you. Come on now. Amen. I have every right to say what God says about me. And if I ruffle your feathers, that's terrible. Amen. Because I have every right to say what God says about me. If God say I'm more than a conqueror, you can't make me less than that. I'm more than a conqueror. Yeah. Amen. Yes, sir. That's good. Ooh, we have Ooh, I, I want to slap y'all so bad. I'm just, wait, wait a minute. So, somebody said, Pastor, we receive it. Act like you receive it. <laughs> y'all ready? I beat y'all up here Sunday long. Watch this here. You carry the divine essence. You're not ordinary. 
acknowledge this about you all the time. That's how to get it effectual in your life. And the Bible says the communication of, of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging. Look at that. How does it become effectual? By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Ain't that powerful? In other words, it don't even start working until you start acknowledging it. Come on, somebody. Amen. Glory be to God. God don't bless your socks off. Amen. You strutting around here like you ain't nobody because you won't say who you are. Good God Almighty. Start saying who you are. Amen. There's something about our makeup. I got, I really do believe it came from what they did to us a long time ago. But there's something about our makeup. Amen. We in the company of people, we're too quick to say what we think other people want to hear from us. And a lot of time, it's some type of put down. Because, you know, I don't want nobody to think, I'm, you know, that I'm trying to be all, you know, I don't want nobody to think, I could kill less, but they say that. <laughs> I want them to know what I think. Come on here. Come on here. I want them to know what I think. Amen. I think I'm somebody. You, but what's wrong with you? Look at the way you're looking. I think I'm somebody. Look, look. If, if, if I don't think on somebody, who's going to think it for me? You ain't going to think it for me. So I'm going to think it for me. Hey, look at y'all. Y'all get jealous if you hate on me if you want to. I'll touch you. What y'all think about yourself? What you, hating on me? What you think? Of, what you think about you? You better believe you are. All right, no, no, let's go, let's go, let's go. Here we go, here we go. Acknowledge that you are a barrier or carrier of the divine life, a carrier of God's divine presence. And as a result, the excellence of his power permeates through you, causing everything you do to prosper. Come on, come on. When you acknowledge who you are. Because, see, there's this part of this part in us that sometimes don't want to believe. And we have to push past it. Say, God, what is this crazy thing, amen, that I know I believe this, but this thing trying to make me think I don't believe. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. That is the part of every human being that has to be renewed. Are you with me now? Some people say, so in my flesh, in my flesh. Well, call it what you want to, amen, but the Bible says it has to be renewed. That's all it is. Don't you know any time you're fearful when you don't want to be, that's just a part of you that needs a little taming? It needs to be renewed. Think about it. I'm going to help somebody right now. You and a bunch of friends, y'all go off on a vacation, amen. Everybody having a good time except you. Why? Amen. Because they're doing things that seem to be dangerous to you. Amen. And you say, I'm not doing it. Amen. So they do the bungee thing. You know, yeah. they, you know they're jumping off stuff and they, uh, 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 out on, on, the, on the riverboat, you know, on the riverboat, you know, yeah, on the canoe, canoe. Amen. Da, da, da. Amen. So they're just having a good time. You stand over there looking. Y'all gone. Y'all have a good time. And everything inside you want to have a good time, too. You know you're scared. You're scared. Amen. Amen. Watch this in there. Watch this in there. Amen. You can change that. I mean, the fear might be real that you're dealing with, but you can change it. By saying, amen, the righteous is as bold as a lion. Is that the scripture say? And I am righteous. Here's another one. God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind. And I don't care how often you have to say it, say it. Say the Lord, don't say it to me, fear not. Amen. So I don't fear anything. Amen. Say it even when you're scared. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't fear anything. God don't make me bold. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I mean, your knee might be shaking. You say, God don't, God don't make me bold. I ain't scared of anything. Hey, why? Because your words, according to what we just learned here just last week, amen, your words has the power to go inside you and turn things around inside of you. Remember that? That this doctor just not figured it out? And he's trying to tell this preacher, Dr. Show, amen, that we have discovered, this is a doctor. He said, we have discovered that a lot of our patients, that the things that they are saying is help making them sick. He said, we have discovered, amen, the power of worries. Dr. Cho said, oh, I've been knowing about that for many, many years. He said, how you find it out? He's from Dr. James. The Bible. But now think about that. Doctors are now coming into that truth. And the church don't know it. Look, 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 this, this is terrible. This is terrible. People in the world, if you don't watch it, will excel past the church. Are you listening to me? Because they get a hold of stuff like this here, they run with it. But they do it to do it for evil. You hear me now? They would take, just like uh, uh, Lucifer did, they would take what is good and use it for evil. They actually operated a lot of it today. Do you know that? And so you have to take these things that's been given to you as a child of God and live your life in prosperity. But love, I would above all things that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prosper. And you said, Lord, I'm prospering today. Amen. My soul is prospering today. Therefore, Lord God, all that I put my hands to, amen, I shall prosper in it. Prosperity belong to me. Hallelujah. You have to learn how to talk to yourself. Hallelujah, somebody. Oh, let me read that again. Acknowledge that you are a barrier, a carrier of the divine life, a carrier of God's divine presence. I'm going to deal with that in just a minute. And as a result, the excellence of his power permeates through you, causing everything you do to prosper. Glory to God. The Bible says the mystery of Christianity and the glory thereof is Christ in you. Your life is an empty. There's a treasure in you, a treasure of power, dominion, and glory. Your body may be an earthen vessel, but the glory of God is in your spirit. And that glory inundates and perfects your physical body. See the word down there, overwhelm, overflow, submerge, stream over, engulf, any of those synonyms. Amen. The glory inundates and perfects your physical body. Even now, affirm that through you, the light of God, his glory, power, grace are revealed to your world. Affirm it. Ah, shoot. Ah, shoot. Make such proclamations often because the effectiveness of the word in your life depends on your response to the word of God. You're a God-carrying vessel a package of divine blessing and treasure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to read this confession down here. It says, Christ in me, his perfection is in my spirit. The life and glory of God are manifested in and through me. I acknowledge the treasures in my spirit 
through the word and bring them into operation and manifestation with my confessions of faith. In all that I do, I exude excellence, perfection, and the Lord's goodness, kindness, beauty, and grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watch this before we quit. Watch this here. I believe it's in 2 Samuel where, where David has the Ark of the Covenant and, he, and he's taking it back and he's celebrating big time. I mean, the boy is celebrating. And Something happened. Let's see if we find this right quick. Yeah, yeah. Go to 2 Samuel chapter 6. And then I leave all this alone. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. 2 Samuel chapter 6. I got something to tell you. Hallelujah. I have something to tell you. Second Samuel, chapter 6. Y'all ready? Yeah. All right. Again, David gathered all the choice men of Israel, 30,000, and David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal Judah to bring up from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name, the Lord of hosts who dwells between the cherubim. So they set the, the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill. And Uzzah and Ohio, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, accompanying the, the ark of God. And Ohio went before the ark. When David and all the house of Israel played music before the Lord on all kinds of instruments, of fir wood and on harps and string instruments, tambourines and citrums and on cymbals. And when they came to Nikon's, uh, I, think, I believe this name is not Nashon's. I believe it's, it's C-H-O-N spelled with a K. Is pronounced as Nikon's. But for your sakes, I'm saying that Sean's threshing floor, Uzzah put out his hand to the ark of God and took hold of it, for the oxen stumbled. Then the anger of the Lord was aroused against Uzzah, and God struck him there for his error. And he died there by the ark of God. And David became angry because of the Lord's outbreak against Uzzah, and he called the name of the place Perez Uzzah to this day. David was afraid of the Lord that day, and he said, how can the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not move the ark of the Lord with him into the city of David. But David took it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, the ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom, to the city of David with gladness. Now look at me for a minute. I know if you're reading this, you probably wouldn't see it, but it's there big time. What happened when the, that man only trying to, to help Uzzah? He's only trying to help the thing from falling. What happened when he touched it? Why? That's exactly right. Watch this here. 
David became angry. Why would God kill Uzzah? A good man. God, you killed him. So he's angry. All right? David goes off. Well, time goes on. Everybody comes and tell David, man, Obed-Edom, you know where you left the ark, don't you? Man, that man, whoo, he don't, he don't turn rich. He rich and he blasting. Man, I'm telling you, David, David. Uh, why? Because wherever the ark was, amen, what was there? What was there? What was there? The presence, the presence of God himself was there. People. Watch this here. So David said, we got to go get it. We got we to gotta go get it. Because God's presence ain't with us now. Where is it? Down there in the ark. It's the way God chose to deal with them at that time. Everybody know that God too big to go in a box. But that's the way God dwelt among his people, Israel, because of the covenant that they had. All right, watch this here. David goes and get it. Obey, oh, give me the ark. Give me the ark. Amen. Takes the ark back. David is now celebrating, amen, because he's bringing the presence of the Lord home. Now, I want you to look at me just for a minute. I got something to tell you. We just got through reading in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 that you are the ark, yeah. the earthen vessel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you carry the presence of God. God, dog it, man, they didn't get it. Centella, they didn't get it. Amen. People, let me tell you something. In the Old Testament, I want true believers right now. The rest of you can go to sleep if you want to. But those of you that believe, don't you sleep on this. If when God's presence was in the Ark of the Covenant, Obed Edom, amen, was not a part of Israel. That he was not even in covenant. But they left it in his possession. And the Bible clearly said that his, that his whole house, they were tremendously blessed while that ark was there. I got to find somebody. I can't find nobody. I can't find nobody. I can't find nobody. I can't find nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just got through reading. You just finished reading. Amen. There it is right there. Second Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. Amen. We are called the earthen vessel that carry the treasure. The treasure. The Bible said we carry it in earthen vessels. What we have not understood while we've been begging God and pleading with God to do stuff for us, God said, what more can I do for you? What people don't get, what we don't understand, amen, is because we've been acting traditional, it's because we've been acting religious, and we've been imitating what folks have been doing from one generation to the other, and nobody has looked to see the truth. God said, do you know what I gave you? And you got to be able to say, what did you give me, God? He said, have you ever read Colossians 1.27, Christ in you? Christ in you. You possess the very presence of God. That's who you are. Possessor. Carry us. Barriers yeah. of the divine blessings of God. We're walking around trying to get a blessing where we had a power to bless people. You're going to make me come down? I'm going to come on down now. I'm going to come down right now. Amen. Why you got your hand out looking for somebody to come and give you something? You had a power within you, amen, to go get them something that they couldn't give you. Of course, he said that's true. Look, 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 look. It's time for God people to wake up. Don't get upset with me. I'm just gonna be honest. Amen. Shame, shame. Don't get mad. Nobody get mad. If the mayor man, for whatever reason, 
Then put your check in the box. I don't care what kind of check it is. And your livelihood depended on that check. It is because you have no revelation at all of who you are. Because it can mess your whole day up. Because that check didn't come. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to take my coat off and all that. Amen. No, 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 no. Y'all going to have to get this. Y'all going to have to wake up. Amen. Get this. Get this. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You are the hope of glory. Believe it or not, all of us have it. What it is, we don't practice it. Okay. The very next time, somebody, somebody getting this information? The very next time one of your family members are sick, do my favor. Don't call me. You have the power, the authority to take care of that business yourself. You have it. What are you calling me for when you got it? What are you calling me for? You got it. You got the authority. You got the power. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm no more justified than you are. The Bible said, now we are sons of God. And it hasn't even been revealed what we shall be. But right now, as he is in heaven, so are we on the earth. As he is in heaven, so are we on the earth. Think about it. Think about that. Walking around feeling like you're without. Feeling like you don't have much. Feel like you ain't got nothing. Yet the Lord put it all in your hand. You want to see it a little clearer? Do you want to see it a little clearer? The Bible says that we're not only heirs of God, we are joint heirs with Christ. Look the word up, joint. It means absolute possessor of everything that he has. That's the reason Paul could write and say everything is yours. It's all yours. Now watch what we do. Lord, where it at? That's what we do. I know you just say everything in mind, Lord. Where it at? <laughs> the Lord said, it's in you. But, but Lord, how do I get it out of me? How do I get it out of me? Amen. It's okay. It's okay. You need to know the answers to these questions. Amen. He said, you see that mouth you got on your face? He said, you open up that treasure chest right there, amen, and let it all come out, amen, knowing that you're going to receive it, knowing that you're going to have it. Don't you never doubt it. You already know you got it. Good God Almighty. Woo, God, God. Hey, watch this here. The Bible says, and when we ask according to his will, we already know that he hears us. And because we know that he hears us, then we already know that we have the very petition that we have desired. So when I say it, when I speak it, I already know it. I'm going to make room for it. I already know it's... Somebody say amen up in here. Amen. Lift your hands up. Say these words with me. Say, Lord, Lord I, have done without I have done without long enough. Long enough. After, today, After today, I will not, I will not be, without. be without. Lack, Lack has, no place has no place in my life. In my I am, rich. I am rich. I am wealthy. I am, wealthy. I am, blessed. I am blessed and highly favored. I'm going somewhere. In Jesus' name. I'm going somewhere. In Jesus' name. Somewhere. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. I know who I am now. I I am. Hallelujah, Jesus. 
Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.